Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Bugle presents... The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 2nd of June of the year 2020. This day in history, June the 2nd in 1953, a 27-year-old Elizabeth II, a.k.a. QE2, a.k.a. Cutie Patootie, was crowned Queen of the United Kingdom at Westminster Abbey. May her waving arm never grow weak, may her hats remain pillbox, and may her handbags, like her platitudes, remain ever empty. Happy birthday today to Johnny Weissmuller, American athlete and actor, the man who put the oh man into oh man is Tarzan hot. Oh yeah. Me, Alice, you, Johnny Weissmuller. Do that thing where you swim in a spiral like a sexy eel. Oh, did you ever have a crush on Johnny Weissmuller? No, I did not. He, he was hot back in the day before you needed abs to be hot. You just needed disproportionately large ribs for, imagine that lung capacity. He could eat you out for ages without needing to breathe. Oh, Alice. Family show, not a family show. I do seem to remember that those guys back then, like in the 50s and sort of 50s and 60s, seemed to be less sort of cut and more kind of like barrel chested, like triangle shaped, mm. very wide yeah, shouldered I mean. and just a lot of yeah, rib. A lot of rib. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of rib with quite a lot of fresh flesh on top of it, though, as well. Like, oh, yeah, a, a meaty masculinity. Meaty masculinity. <laughs> yep. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, too, today to the Marquis de Sade. Born in 1740 on this day, the French nobleman known for his erotic and perverse writings. No, he was also known to his friends as Marquis Marc de Sade. Your oh guest dear. today on the podcast. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Your guest today on the podcast is glamorous self-help guru and dick deflector Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm very glamorous at the moment. I should say that. I'm sat in my living room being fed grapes by men. Man, a man. Being fed grapes by a man that I live with. And when I say grapes, I mean nothing. (laughs) Being fed, you mean... He says there's some grapes in the fridge. Yeah. (laughs) Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in Brexit news. You're our Brexit correspondent, Tiff. But first, some headlines of stories that we won't have time for. 
And in the news today, sports fan news. As preparations are stepped up for the resumption of professional sport in England, reports are coming in that Premier League players will now vote on how to create a crowd vibe in empty stadiums. Proposed solutions include canned crowd noise to play over the speakers, all players to play from home in motion capture suits attached to tiny robots on miniature pitches in each fan's home, and bringing the audience in virtually via a 50,000-strong Zoom call, where each audience member's face will be shown on the stadium's big screen for a fraction of a second. Sources note that several clubs have rejected constructing sets of cardboard cutout supporters, though no news as yet on whether they'd accept 3D holograms. Meanwhile, as Twitter has caused a furore by marking some of President Trump's tweets as misleading, Mark Zuckerberg has announced also that Facebook will take responsibility for removing coronavirus misinformation on its platform, which demonstrates that as powerful international sources with more influence on people's minds than most nations, Facebook and Twitter can still replicate government action in being an object lesson in how to do too little, way too late. That's all the time we have for the headlines of stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because surely one day you'll buy that one thing that'll finally be enough. Have you got a secret that you need to hide in the wall of your home so it remains undiscovered for generations? We've all been there. What you need to do in order to hide your secret for future generations is remove a brick in your house and place your object behind the brick. But then what are you going to do? How do you put the brick back? A simple recipe for mortar in your miniature home hidden secret project is three glasses of sand, one glass of cement and <laughs> half a glass of water. Half a glass of water is the final ingredient to make a mortar that will replace that brick in your home in a way that will only be discovered three centuries from now when you have a descendant who needs to find out your secret in order to break a curse. Half a glass of water, brought to you by Alice Fraser and Home Renovations. And a new novel is out by self-published romance maven and online bestseller Dancy Lagarde. The Wicked Wastrel, third in Lagarde's Harrowed Heroes series of Regency romance thrillers with a supernatural twist. Dominic is a scandalous peer of the realm. Wealthy, titled and dangerous, he can have any woman he wants, and he's bored of dodging matchmaking mamas. Until one night when his carriage breaks down on the side of the road and he's helped by a passing governess travelling alone to a family estate in Kent. Elizabeth is an impoverished and orphaned daughter of a duke, making ends meet in the genteel occupation of governess, though she finds it difficult to be hired because she's too sexy. <laughs> Elizabeth knows how to protect her reputation and isn't usually the type to court danger, but when she sees the muscular baron waiting by the side of the road, she impulsively rescues him and his muscled thighs. <laughs> but then her carriage breaks down and they must spend the night unchaperoned. The two of them insist Dominic was the soul of propriety, but society knows only that she spent the night in his arms and honour demands they wed. Dominic proposes a sexless marriage because he hated his father and fears perpetuating a cycle of aristocracy, but how can he resist the luscious auburn locks and creamy breasts of his innocent new wife? Especially when she keeps having nightmares that mean he has to manfully hold her till dawn while ignoring the potent erection that reveals his longing. <laughs> she doesn't know what an erection is, but she'll soon find out. Oh, God. Elizabeth may be an orphaned governess, but it doesn't mean that she's a slag, even though when she sees her handsome new husband, she feels throbbings in places she never knew could throb. But he said he doesn't want to bed her, and she doesn't know about erections yet. Can she reveal her family curse, the thing that's giving her nightmares, the curse of being half-sexy lady, half-kleptomaniac? Or will Dominic find out when she accidentally steals his heart? 
Together they must reveal their deepest insecurities and solve a rash of robberies while also not having sex in a number of very intensely sexy ways that will inevitably lead to them having sex. (laughs) The Guardian described the wicked wastrel as, quote, a surprising amount of fingering. (laughs) And the Times called it moist. The Wicked Wastrel, under your seat in cinemas now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. Top story today, Brexit news. Tiff Stevenson, you're our Brexit correspondent, being in the heart of Britain. Tell us what's happening in the world of Brexit right now. Well, it's still trundling on. I tried to re-friend Brexit on Facebook. It took me ages to find it, but it was there. A bit depressed, feeling its age. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I've been reading that cheese, wine and cars are going to get more expensive if Brexit talks fail. But padlocks are to get 2.7% cheaper, which is great to lock away the cars and wine that you can't afford to buy. (laughs) (laughs) I would say buy local, but no one wants to pick the grapes here or pick for Britain, as Prince Charles has suggested. Possibly because it's less than minimum wage, incredibly hard work and shit conditions. It normally requires a plane load of Romanians, but importantly... Brexit has stopped them coming over here and taking those jobs that we don't want. So win. Mm. I think it's a win-win. Um, but it's, Brexit is very uncertain at the moment because of the mastermind behind it, Dominic Cummings. Sorry, the mastermind behind Brexit, Dominic Cummings of Islington, Durham and Barnard Castle is currently on shaky <laughs> ground. Um, like he, he, he could be sacked if Boris has the guts for it, but I don't think he does because he came on TV. He defended him saying he broke the lockdown rules on a father's instinct and i just think if boris had shielded his dick as much as he's shielding cummings he might actually be in a position to give parenting tips um, if boris had shielded his cummings as much as he shielded cummings <laughs> yeah all the cummings um i don't know how many kids he's on at this point i think it's 27 but uh he's not likely to get rid of him in spite of however he might have broken the rules during lockdown stopping off to smell some bluebells on Easter Monday. Oh, don't the bluebells smell lovely? And what I want to know is, can the virus be transmitted from human dickhead to bulbous perennial? Because maybe that (laughs) bluebell now has coronavirus. Why is no one thinking of the bluebells, Alice, in all of this? Well, you can't leave those bluebells unsniffed. They want you to sniff them. Otherwise, the bluebells get blue balls. (laughs) Why do you... bring this out in me too i don't know i don't know anyone else bulbous blue balls i think it's because i put the word bulbous (laughs) in your mind i'm so sorry i'm so sorry you're right it is it is actually my fault 
Um, anyway, <laughs> he, he was driving to test his eyesight, which I think we can all agree is a sound logic. But Boris is not going to get rid of him if he wants to get Brexit done because... Cummings has been described as the mastermind of Brexit, the Brexit Svengali. He's sort of he's one of these guys who comes in when it's a lost cause or it looks like it's all is all uh, terrible and he makes it happen. You know, Euroscepticism was mocked by Tory MPs <laughs> and no one wanted Boris for PM. And look, in comes Svengali Cummings and, you know, he he turns it around. Basically, in, in the midst of a shitstorm, there's only one person who can rescue the shits. <laughs> And that is Dominic Cummings. <laughs> so, so I don't think Boris is going to let him go. Like Brexiteers love him and they're defending him. It's amazing to me that there are still like, because a lot of the right, I want to say the right, a lot of the conservative uh, politicians and press are distancing themselves and saying he should be sacked. Even the Daily Mail have turned. You know, you know you're in trouble when the Mail have turned. Um, <laughs> but there's still the odd Brexiteer on Twitter kind of, you know, comparing him to Caroline Flack because he's getting he's getting uh, a lot of grief from people, and they're like, "Be kind, be kind." What if he? What would happen if he were to kill himself? Like, what about if he died? The net cost of this being he died because you're harassing him. Like, think about the deaths, and you're like, "Yeah, think about the deaths when he was dragging it up the M1 to Durham." And then the other argument they're using is he's a parent. He just did what a parent would do. It's what you would do if you're a parent. It was father's instinct. He's a parent. If you had kids, you would know. And this is this cut. This has been around for a while. This is like as if somehow your ability to reproduce gives you moral high ground that having a kid automatically makes you a better person. I would just like to say Fred and Rose West were parents. <laughs> Placing that there. I'm not directly comparing him. I'm just saying having kids doesn't make you an excellent person. So in summation, Cummings is not going, but Britain is. Brutal. Thank you so much for that top story section, Tiff. Uh, it's good to know where Brexit is and where Dominic Cummings isn't. <laughs> That's all the time we have for our top story right now because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letter to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and guest, that's you today, Tiff. I'm not a prolific contactor or digital whinger, but I have something to offer the last post, so must endeavour to attempt a coherent missive in the hope it will catch your eye in the same way a creamy breast might embolden a half-accountant, half-vampire to embrace his forbidden passion. I came to your world via the bugle and have been an adherent of the last post since its inception, so over a decade now. I wish good luck to Christopher and that the last post doesn't kill you. Keep up the high-quality silliness. Regards, Matt. That's a lovely missive, Matt. I really appreciate the message and I'm uh, desperately glad that I cut out the extended fan fiction that you wrote in it and so it just came across as a very nice letter. That's actually a welcome, Matt. <laughs> That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at the last post at somethingelse.com. And thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day and go to the feed to see all the old versions stretching back in time. If you listen to them, they'll make these ones make more sense. If you enjoyed Tiff Stevenson's work on today's episode, which you should have because it was great, you can go back to episode 64, episode 66 or episode 70, 
for some brilliant dick deflection work by our guest tiff stevenson thank you so much for coming on the podcast today tiff have you got anything to plug yeah go subscribe to my youtube channel because i'm trying to put some content up on that and i'm trying to monetize it so if i get another sort of four or five hundred more subscribers i think that is possible so it's tiff stevenson comic on youtube Brilliant. I will sign up later today. The last post is a something else. Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. My stand-up special, Savage, is now available on Amazon Prime. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say... Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Hello, I'm Jay Rayner, and I host the Out to Lunch podcast, where I take fabulous guests out for lunch and grill them to a turn. For now, whilst lockdown reigns supreme, we're staying in for lunch instead, and we've got great company. Fascinating people share only the best takeaways with me over webcam. Great food and insightful conversation with the likes of Gary Neville, Sharon Horgan, George Ezra, and Dieter Von Tees. If you Have you ever had a cream pie in the face? No! So if you, like me, enjoy food and are missing restaurants, subscribe to Out to Lunch with Jay Rayner, available wherever you get your podcasts.